Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. It is Monday, January 27, 2020. Um, and it's a beautiful day and it's a beautiful week. Um, be at least the beginning of the new week. Um, but I will say that uh, it's actually pretty hard to get behind this mic. I was actually thinking about not recording an episode this week. Um, obviously, because of the tragic loss that we all had yesterday um, with the late, great Kobe Bryant. Um, yeah, that one, that one hit, that one's, uh, that one's really hard. Um, and first and foremost, you know, I, I think it'd be right to just start this off with a prayer, um, for his wife and family members that he left behind. I believe he had another daughter that wasn't in the car cra- uh, in the helicopter crash that's still alive so i just want to pray with their family and um we'll get going heavenly father thank you so much god for this opportunity you've given us to come to you and right now um me and the listener and the watcher just want to lift up kobe Bryant's uh, remaining family into your hands god in this time of tragic shock of this time of sorrow and mourning lord jesus I pray, Lord, that you send the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, Father God, to comfort them in this time, Lord Jesus. Set up the right people around them, Father God, to help them through this time, Lord Jesus. Um, Support them, protect them, comfort them, Lord Jesus, and lift them up, God. Um, And just help them to get through this, Lord Jesus, and be encouraged, Lord, that you're still there, that you still love them, that you still have plans for them that are still here, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, I think it's really hard to carry on. Um, I would say that, you know, like even the people around me um, that, of course, were big fans of Kobe Bryant and everything, like I'm inspired by the people around me just because I'm not really used to death. Like in my family, I haven't really experienced many tragic deaths in my family. Um, So like, I feel like a lot of people around me have been really strong and like been able to carry on. And like, for me, I I've been kind of like feeling like not doing anything. Um, so shout out to those people for inspiring me to get behind this mic today and to carry on. Um, I think that this, I mean, I, I definitely didn't think I was going to be talking about this today. I had something completely different planned out, but this is what we're going with today. Um, I'm inspired by Kobe Bryant and I'm inspired by the life that he lived because that guy was put on this planet to play some good basketball, man, (laughs) like straight up. And when we talk about Mamba mentality, Mamba mentality, and we talk about his work ethic, like that is just unquestionable. Like the influence that he has on other people to work hard is unquestionable. Um, His grit, his determination, his discipline is unquestionable. And I think that there's so many qualities that we can get from this guy's life and apply it to ours and will really benefit us. Um, And I mean, we could talk about you know, no man is perfect. We can talk about places where like in his life, he wasn't the things we were talking about him weren't the best things. But ultimately, I don't think a man is defined by the sins in his life. I mean, that's what Jesus Christ is for. He takes that away. And we can remember him as the legend that he was the icon that he was the great person that he was. And um, I see him as a true role model. And um, I'm thankful to 
just have been alive to see like everything you know what i'm saying because like we, we could talk about like all the other great like legends of the past like in basketball and stuff like that but like kobe was like the first legend that like I don't know, the first legend that we all had, like, this generation, like, that we all had, so, I mean, that's what I would say, but, um, this entire thing got me thinking about life and purpose, um, and, I mean, like, we see how Kobe lived out his purpose, and I feel like, you know, when we see somebody go, I personally don't believe in premature death, I feel like whenever somebody go, and as crazy as this may sound sometimes, I just don't personally believe in it, I feel like, God's not going to take anybody off this earth until he's done doing what he intended to do with them. That's what I personally believe. Um, And like, I mean, we see the impact that Kobe has left. And I started to think to myself, like, yo, like, what is the real worth of a life if you are not doing your purpose? And what's the real worth of a life if you are not leaving any impact? Leaving no legacy, nothing behind. What is the real worth in that i mean like it got, it got me thinking that you know it's, it's a lot of people today who aren't doing their purpose and aren't doing what god's created them to do and it's like it makes you think like yo sure you can get the great job and you can make the great money and you can you know talk about it and post about it and how your how great your life is and then at some point you will die and will the only thing that people say about you is that he went to UCLA and he got a great job afterwards and he made good money. Is that all that people will say about you? Is that all that you want the conversation to be? Is that all that you want to leave behind? Because, I mean, I say this assuming that there's a lot of people that are not chasing their passion because of the reason of stability because of the reason of making money and all this other stuff but it's just like yo god put you on this planet to do what he proposes for you to do he 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 put you on this planet and created you in order for you to do his will in your life that is why you're here and one day you're gonna leave here don't you want to accomplish that before you go don't you want to utilize the timeline that god has given you and leave something that lasts forever. There's like this uh, song called, um, I forgot, I think it's, the album's called B, it's by Common. Um, and I think the last song on there is called It's Your World. And it was a poet at the end. And like, he was just saying to be all these different things. And the last thing he said to be was eternal. And I feel like when I hear be eternal, I'm, I'm thinking like, it's past you being physically here on earth for eternity, but it's you leaving a legacy that's going to last forever. I want to be eternal. You should want to be eternal too, but you can't do that if you're just, I mean, I guess you could be eternal and leave a lasting legacy for terrible things. I guess you can do that, but don't you want to be eternal for the right reasons? I want to be eternal because of my obedience to Christ. I want to be eternal because of the purpose that I fulfilled here. But it's a lot of you guys that, that that aren't doing it for whatever reason. And a lot of you guys are even waiting. A lot of you guys are waiting for this perfect moment. I think that's where I really want to hone in today. That it's a lot of people waiting on that ta-da moment or that perfect moment in order for them to actually do anything. You're not going to go all in until you see signs that it's safe enough to go all in. And that's why you're on track to losing. That's why you're on track to never actually doing what you're supposed to be doing. 
I feel like there's a big deception when it comes to prayer and waiting on God. That you pray and you ask God for something and then you just trust him to make it happen. I, how many, it just confuses me. Like, do people actually like, if you read the Bible and you read the different accounts, the different, different recordings in the Bible of people's lives, how many people just prayed and sat there? Literally just prayed and sat there. There's always been action that goes along with prayer always been i mean like i was even reading like parts of the bible when it was talking about like david king david and it's like yo david was out here at war (laughs) you know what i'm saying like god would say yeah you know take that land that's you guys' lands like go over take that land you're gonna win like the war and everything and then david would go out to war with a sword and fight not God, can you give us this land? Can you can you make us uh, win against our enemies and just pray and then watch everybody else go out to war? No, he was out in the field. Work. It's not just about praying. It's not just about waiting. It's not just about that. A lot of us are we 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 waiting for that perfect moment and we're not going to move until we get that perfect mo- moment. Rather than work every day, rather than push ourselves to the limit, rather than be curious, we just wait. And it's funny just because, like, I think that one of the best qualities to have is curiosity. Are you not curious to see what it's like, what it feels like, what happens when you fulfill your purpose or or when you're living in your purpose? Are you not curious? Are you not curious to see? Because I'm very curious to see what Emmanuel looks like when he has fully bought in and f- is fully living his purpose. I'm very curious, fully convinced of everything that he is and everything that he's doing. Like, I'm telling you, I'm because it's like, you know, I like to think that I'm almost there, but it's like you have times where you doubt, you have times where it's like you kind of like you know pull it back all that different stuff but like I, I i long to be in that position where i'm fully just immersed in my purpose and my being and 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 completely certain and sure of myself in everything in everything aren't you curious to get to that point your purpose requires you to work every day Your purpose requires you to push yourself to the limit. A lot of us are scared to get to our limit. I mean, we'll talk about it to reach for the stars and and break the ceiling, all that different stuff, but we're scared to get to the limit. It's scary to get to the limit. It's scary to push yourself to the limit because when you get to that limit, I mean, you can either have the mindset of, okay, I know my limits. I'm going to get past this, or you're going to have the mindset like, oh, this is as far as I can go. God wants us to move. God wants us to go period. What are you waiting for? Don't you want to leave something here that lasts forever? I want to, to, um, plead my case. We have this verse. Um, one of my friends actually showed it to me, um, Sunday morning and appreciate her. Um, it's Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse four. It's one verse. Um, I'm just going to say it. He that, this is uh, Solomon, by the way, like King, I'm sorry, 
Yeah, King Solomon. Yeah. So it says, verse 4, He that observeth the wind shall not sow, and he that regardeth the clouds shall not reap. May God bless hearing and reading and understanding his word in Jesus' name. He that observeth the wind shall not sow, and he that regardeth the clouds shall not weep. Let me break that down because it's like an analogy. We're talking about farming. You know what I'm saying? Like he's saying that those people who are looking at the signs, the clouds and, and the weather and the wind and all that different stuff, and they're waiting for the perfect moment, for the perfect moment. Of course, you know, this is not completely analogous like with farming because like they do things by season and all that different stuff. But it's analogous to the point where people are waiting for that perfect moment for the stars to align in order for them to actually go, to actually make make a move, to actually sow a seed into their dream to actually do something that's going to uh, uh, catapult them into their purpose. They wait for everything to be perfect. Ultimately, they wait for that ta-da moment. Ta-da! Oh, uh, an epiphany, a revelation, all that different stuff. Like They wait for that to happen in order for them to actually go, in order for them to actually work. Wait for that perfect moment. I need you, the listener, the watcher, whatever. I need you to realize, to have the mindset that Tada moments don't exist. I need you to have the mindset that the perfect moment will not come. If that's what it takes for you to actually get off your butt, and do something that's productive towards your purpose. Act like it doesn't exist. Sure, I mean, in, other, in some cases, the stars did align. And it was the perfect moment. And you took that moment, you seized the opportunity. But then there's a lot of people, that perfect moment will never show up. Because God doesn't want you to see a perfect moment before you can trust him. God wants you to trust him and move. And move by faith before you see anything. What happens when God requires you to move without seeing anything, but you're waiting on seeing something to actually move? You're not going to move. Have the mindset that Tada moments don't exist. Stop waiting for the stars to realign. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's just not. Um. Going back to Kobe, and it's just like his work ethic is just unmatched. How much time and how much detail he put into his art, his his workmanship, his talent, his skill. I mean, like, it makes me think just because I think as of recent, God's definitely been working on me to grow mentally and spiritually. And that's kind of been a focus for me ever since we came into this new year. Um, but furthermore, I've been, you know, I got a supervisor position at my job um, and I'm also trying to do better academically this quarter than last quarter. Um, excuse me. And amidst me trying to do all of that, um, that comes with some costs. So I want to focus on my job. I want to focus on my academics. I want to focus on my spirit, spirituality and my mental health, really, um, my, my mindset, really. Um, but. That in and of itself is kind of left unassociated in this kind of stagnant zone, I believe. You may not see this, and that's okay if you don't see this. Great. Amen. Um, but I see it. Um, and I've come to a place where, one, I believe that uh, I, I, I have not put 
a lot of my attention into it. Um, just like in January and even a little bit in December, I've not put enough attention to it. I've come, a, I've become a little complacent. Um, and it's now come to the place where, you know, two art editorials a week is not good enough no more for me. It was for a long time. But now it's not no more. Um, you know, I need more short documentaries. I need more um, podcasts. I need more editorials. I need more blog posts. I need more. I need more content. I, I want it now. I need it what's what what was feeding me and like keeping me content before or keeping me complacent i'm sorry complacent before is no longer doing that and the way i see it is that god has put me on the edge on the edge of a new like shift you know and like the way i saw it was that okay you know like there's all these things i want to do there's all this more that i want um so let me try and get more people to join the team but amidst me trying to get more people to join the team, I'm putting out applications and I'm waiting for people to apply. And January goes by and I'm focused on all these other things and unassociated is still where it's at. Rather than me pumping out the work. How about I write some more editorials? How about I shoot some more documentaries? How about I get in there on the f- in the field? Because I have the vision. I know what I want to do, but I've just been waiting for more manpower to come. But like, yo, how about I do it and I push my limit even more and I go until the wheels fall off and God's going to be with me right there. How about that? You know, like maybe I'm waiting for the perfect moment too when 30 people start sending in applications and be like, Hey, I want to be a part of this. And then, okay, now I can go. No, I don't feel right with that. I, I, that's not sitting with, with my conscious, right. I, I, that's not sitting with my spirit. Right. Um, and God revealed that to me and I'm thankful that he did. So, you know, me, even me, even talking like this, I, I feel like I'm a little more aggressive in this episode and me talking like this, maybe because I'm really talking to myself, so a lot of us that are waiting for the perfect moment for stars to align, for everything to be perfect, for us to graciously step up into our purpose and be full and bless the bless the world and all that different stuff. But it's like, yo, like there's going to be those times where the kind of is people that are living on this planet right now who in the rest of their life, that perfect moment will never exist. So with you knowing that now, what's the moment you will choose to actually move? When is that moment? What does that moment look like? Why can't it be now? And and when you figure out your why, like why can't it be now? Ask yourself, is that why too big for God? I want to be eternal. I want to leave a legacy. Um, And not for my glory, but just because I want to leave something that people will believe in. That'll help the next generation. Um, When I leave, it won't be something where it's like people are just, you know, sure, people can cry and mourn and everything. But then this, this is just a little part of it where it's like, yo, he did what he needed to do. I feel like Kobe can can say that if he was still here. He did what he needed to do. 
Do what you got to do. Let's go into confessions. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, God, for the opportunity that you have given me um, to get behind this mic, even when I initially hadn't felt like it. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for giving me purpose. Thank you for giving the listener purpose, Lord Jesus. And right now, I confess into their life, Lord Jesus, the bravery, the courage, the faith to take the step. To stop waiting for this perfect moment for the stars to align because sometimes they never will, Lord Jesus. Help them, Lord Jesus, to just follow you, follow your lead, to be obedient, Father God, and act now, Lord Jesus. Help us to leave a legacy, Father God. We will leave a legacy. I confess that we will leave a legacy. We will leave an impact. We will inspire, Lord Jesus. We will make a difference in this world, oh God, in the, in the lives of the people around us, Lord Jesus. In the lives of everyone, God, be exalted, be glorified, God, take glory. We're not leaving these legacies just just for our own glory, Lord Jesus, but for your glory, God, but for your glory. Once again, be with the rest of Kobe Bryant's family. Father God, we lift them up in prayer, Lord Jesus, to comfort them and strengthen them in this time of mourning, God. Have your make your way, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, go out this week. And make a move. Make a move. Make a move towards your purpose. Stop waiting for those perfect moments. Let's do it. Let's get to it. We got work to do. Love you guys. Peace.